Hey there, fellow travelers of the Junlin Wastes. Mark back here again for the Traveling the Junlin Waste podcast, the TJW podcast for September 18th, 2023. And uh, we are on the eve of another Ahsoka episode. Uh, sort of hard to believe that we only saw that incredible episode, Shadow Warrior, uh, last week. I think all of us are still, you know, thinking about that episode and, and, and ruminating about it. I really do think that this is one of those episodes that, that I think Dave Filoni put together that he wanted to leave up to such, you know, really up to interpretation for the viewer, for the person who is watching the show. Um, and like I said, I think last week, I, I do like that. I, I, I think that it's good that um, some of these shows do not give us all the information and give us everything we need to know about it because I think that opens up the Star Wars universe a little bit and it allows us to be able to have our own thoughts and our own opinions on it in a way. So uh, that's, obviously we do that when we're having a podcast or we're on Facebook or whenever we're discussing this. But I just mean that, you know, when we're having, when we're watching the show, uh, I think it's really cool that uh, I can have an idea about the show that maybe, you know, you may not have thought about or perhaps vice versa. Um, one of those thoughts that came across my mind this weekend was uh, regarding the character of, uh, of Balin Skull. Does anybody here... Now, the only reason I mention this, I picked up uh, my, uh, my comic adaptation of the Thrawn trilogy um, you know, a couple of days ago, and I was just looking through it because I really... It, it's, it's such a fantastic collection. And I even have that hardcover Dark Horse version, um, which is really one of my nice, uh, nicer books that I have in my collection. But as I was looking through that book, and I was, and I was like, you know, just you know, skimming through it... Um, does everybody remember the character of Juris, of Juris Sibioth? He not only appeared in the uh, the Thrawn trilogy, the original Thrawn trilogy, but uh, he's also a character that uh, appears again in uh, Outbound Flight, also by Timothy Zahn. As I was thinking about Balin Skull, I started wondering, I'm wondering if they are going to try to turn this character into a similar type of a character that Juris Sibioth was. Uh, he also was a uh, he, a dark side user, uh, formerly a Jedi, and uh, he was uh, working with Thrawn. But he was only working with Thrawn up to the point where he could he wanted to be able to start a a new generation of Jedi or a new generation of dark side Jedi under his under his leadership, and uh, he was only using Thrawn as a tool to attain that goal. The goal being to be able to, to, to get Luke Skywalker and Leia and, and her babies and to be able to start this new generation of Jedi, um, or I should say new generation of Jedi, um, under his, uh, like I said, under his leadership. I've got a feeling now that Balin Skull, that is his end game in all of this. Um, he talks about and he mentions to Sabine, he's like, I'm not here, you know, Thrawn is here to, uh, to, to, to do what he's going to do. But I, I got the feeling that Balin sees him as a tool in his, in his plan to try to, in a sense, restart some sort of Jedi Order, um, a new Jedi Order that uh, can, can follow his lead uh, and, 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 and maybe bring about a, a new reality. Now, I don't know how this would all connect in with the sequel trilogy and how it all connect into. Palpatine or even if that's even a factor in any of this 
but um, it just struck me as 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 you know very interesting that when I was you know reading some lines from Jurassebioth, I was thinking to myself, my gosh, a lot of what Jurassebioth says in in the Uzan novels, um, it, it sounds a little bit like uh, Balin Skull. Now I don't know if I mean obviously. I'm sure Dave Filoni uh, has has read the Thrawn, the original Thrawn trilogy, and I'm sure he's very familiar with it and with all those characters. Um, but I think it's not totally out of the out of the realm of possibility that uh, that this character might be based off of that character of Jorah Sibioth in the Zahn novels. Uh, what do you think? Do you think I'm, uh, I'm I'm onto something, or am I barking up the wrong tree on this one here? Um, it just, it, like I said, it just struck me as interesting that I, th- so to me, a lot of what these two characters are like seem to to, to match, and Balin is certainly on a journey uh, that we don't know his full his full uh, you know intentions, but he's got a he's got an apprentice uh, who is who's learning from him. Um, he seems to, I mean, he says that he's not going to hurt Sabine and that he is going to reunite her with Ezra. But uh, if he's following in the same vein that Jor Sibioth was, trying to find Jedi to restart an order, I mean, you have two of them right there. You, 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 you have uh, Ezra and you have Sabine. And perhaps he's also thinking about maybe that uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka is going to be one to try to turn to his, uh, to his ways as well, too. Obviously, we're going to have to find this out in the next three episodes. Although I will say as well, too, that uh, I, I think there is just so much story here that we are definitely going to be getting a second season of, of Ahsoka. Uh, at least to be able to see this story through. I don't know how they're going to be able... We haven't even seen Thrawn yet. So I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to need another season of Ahsoka uh, in the can to be able to to, to fully realize where, where this story is. Um... Those are just some of my thoughts as as we uh, prepare ourselves for this uh, sixth episode of, of Ahsoka. Um, curious what you think about uh, about the character of Balin. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there are very familiar with the original Thrawn trilogy, or Zahn trilogy as some people call it, the character of Jorah Sibioth. Um, what do you think? Do you think that this is uh, something that uh, is, is, is a possibility? I'd be curious to hear what your, what your thoughts are about that. Um, a little bit of book news I also wanted to share as well too here. Or actually, before that, um, uh, interesting. You know, I don't know if this is if this is totally legit or not, but uh, rumor is is that uh, the Lando series that was supposed to come to Disney Plus uh, that uh, Donald Glover and his brother were going to be uh, working on. It looks like it's becoming a movie, which I found uh, pretty pretty interesting as well too. Um, Maybe it'll be something that's going to be sort of like a, uh, a continuation of uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. And it'll be Lando, a Star Wars story. And maybe those two will be able to, like, uh, be not, not totally connected together, but enough a connection with both of those stories that they might make a, a, a nice uh, duology, in a sense. Uh, speaking of Lando as well, too, the Lando, I, I heard, and I think I may have mentioned this on a previous episode, but I can't remember fully, but the, uh, the Lando Calrissian Adventures, those... Uh, early 80s novels by L. Neil Smith. Uh, they are going to be made, in, they are going to become part of the uh, Essential Legends collection. So that's interesting. Um, I'm curious to see what the artwork is going to be like on front of that, especially also because it was a three-book series. I'm wondering if they're going to be putting all three into one volume 
or if they're going to be uh, breaking it up into individual ones. I'm thinking it's probably going to be broken up into individual ones, although I thought uh, an interesting idea that they could have done was uh, to, to work with Barnes & Noble and to make it part of their, those nice, uh, you know, collected editions that they've done, that they've done for uh, not just like, you know, the, the, the classic works out there, but also for certain Star Wars, uh, novel, uh, certain sets of Star Wars novels as well, too. On my, uh, on my uh, you know, bookshelf here, we have uh, the, the collection of the uh, Obi-Wan stories where we have The Approaching Storm and uh, by The Approaching Storm, by Alan Dean Foster and uh, Kenobi by John Jackson Miller. I also have the Bounty Hunter Wars. Uh, that is that fantastic collection by uh, Bounty Hunter Wars by K.W. Jeter. That is a really cool collection uh, as well, too. That's another Barnes & Noble uh, collected edition. Really nice hard covers, and they're all put together. Um, I think it'd be cool if they threw together that for the, uh, the Lando Calrissian adventures. Uh, they did it also with... Uh, with the Han Solo stories that were uh, the Han Solo uh, trilogy that was uh, written by the late A.C. Crispin. So it's not totally out of the possibility that uh, Barnes & Noble could uh, work with these uh, with, with the publishers and to be able to come up with a, a nice collected edition. Those were always fun to uh, to, to, to pick up. Um, actually, I, th- I don't know if I mentioned it in the podcast, they also have an Indiana Jones one as well, too. They just came out with that, the Indiana Jones Adventures for uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, and The Last Crusade, all collected in a nice leather-bound edition. So um, they are available at Barnes & Noble, although as I'm thinking about it, I probably would wait until like Black Friday when they have some of their great... Uh, they're great sales going on where you can get either like 40% off on a book or they get buy, you know, get one, buy one for half off. So uh, keep an eye out for that as well, too. But uh, also in some other book news, which I thought was really, really interesting. Um, I'm also a big fan of the, uh, the visual uh, visual guides that come out. Uh, the vis- I, I have all I, I think I basically have all the visual guides that have come out. Uh and this is this is one that I, I think I'm going to probably get as well too, just so I can keep it in my uh, keep keep the collection here going. But it is uh, the visual guide for Dawn of the Re- Dawn of Rebellion, and uh, this is uh, it's put together, of course, by Pablo Hidalgo as well as uh, Emily Shikukani. It's hardcover, 144 pages. It'll be $25 retail. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. But uh, there is a, uh, you know, it's always a way to get those for a, just a little bit less than, um, usually you can get those, 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 uh, these, these visual guides for a little bit less on Amazon um, if you wait a little bit. But uh, this I thought was a really interesting guide here because they are talking about here, it says, take a deep dive into the turbulent era of the Star Wars galaxy and chart the rise of the Rebellion from the prequel tril- trilogy through Obi-Wan, Andor, and Rogue One, a Star Wars story, to the original trilogy. So uh, I saw a couple uh, pages here. The front of the cover of the book has an X-Wing fighter on it, along with Obi-Wan and Andor on the front. Um, you get to see the next page that they were uh, sharing here in the book here, the rise of the stormtrooper. It looks like some some nice uh, animation art that was taken from uh, from Rebels. Uh, the House of Organa. So we see the uh, some 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 of the great scenes that were in the Obi Wan Kenobi series on Disney Plus. Um, a lot of different things. Uh, Ferex. They show the the planet that Andor 
the Andor series was on. We get some information about Bix Kalin as well as Marva Andor, uh, the Criminal Syndicate. So we're also getting this is also going to include some stuff regarding or some store or some I guess some of the story that was taken in uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. So that's fun too. Um, a lot of great pictures here of certain Tie fighters that were uh, introduced. Uh, the back cover uh, on the back cover of the book shows uh, some really cool uh, some artifacts that that they always like to put on the back of their books here. Um, they have you know Ahsoka Tano's lightsaber, the Millennium Falcon, young Princess Leia Organa, Luthen Rayal, B two E M O, and Riva. So uh, you can see that this is an this is an, a, a collection or a visual guide that is really covering this this whole era that we never thought that was going to be probably like you know maybe put together all in one in one book. But uh, I'm curious about it, and I'm I'm, I'm interested in, in diving deep into the uh, in, into a little bit of this rebellion here, especially for someone like I said. Uh, I mean, everybody knows my my, my thoughts about Andor, but uh, I, I still want to be able to have the opportunity to to, to read more about it. And uh, I, I, of course, once it comes on to this, that second season comes to uh, Disney Plus, of course, I'll watch it. Uh, other things that I wanted to just bring up here uh, quickly here. Um, I've got a really awesome, uh, uh, you know, CD that I just purchased. I've been wanting to get. I put it, I think, on one of my episodes when I was talking about last year, my holiday list of things, of some of the things I would want to get if I could get them. Uh, I was finally able to get my hands on this uh, this old CD of Duel of the Fates from uh, from Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace. And the cool part about this is that it does have the Duel of the Fates, uh, you know, uh, piece that came out of the uh, the soundtrack for Episode One. But this is the radio version that came out. For those who are from, who are, you know, for those who are, you know, a lot of people here who listen to the challenge on the the the, the TJW podcast are, are a little bit young. But back in 1999, you did hear some of these uh, some of these radio tracks playing on 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 the radio. And this is the Duel of Fates one, and it's a, the great radio version for it. Uh, it contains uh, some of the, uh, the the dialogue from the movie, and it got us all excited to get to get it to get ready to go to the movie to see uh, to see the Phantom Menace that year. So it's a nice piece of my collection. Like I said, it only contains one, one that that one uh, that one selection from the soundtrack, but I love the uh, the the radio the radio version for this. Uh, gives me chills about it, and it gives me like uh, goosebumps remembering back to the time when we were all going back to uh, to see Star Wars for the first time in in quite some some years with the prequel tri- with the prequel trilogy. So um, yeah, so that's uh, maybe in fact I think I'll probably throw this on a little bit. Early. Maybe maybe I'll try to throw a little bit on uh, here on the podcast here, so you can get a quick listen of of what this is uh, what this is all about. So as we uh, leave here today, I'll leave you with a little bit of uh, that uh, from that from that CD there. And I hope everybody has a fantastic Monday, and I hope everybody has a great Tuesday. Maybe I'll come back tomorrow and have a little bit more to say about the episode if I have any other thoughts about that about this. But uh, until then. If not, enjoy that uh, sixth episode of Ahsoka, and I will talk to you soon. Have a good one, all. I sense much fear in you. Will I ever see you again? Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. 